Yo, Joburg, everybody. Welcome to episode 233 of GI Joburg. My name is Stephen, and today I'm joined by my usual suspect. It's Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, everybody. Bright and early. And of course, Rob. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Hello. <laughs> or evening, or whenever you happen to be watching this. Uh, if you're not watching this live on YouTube, where you been? Uh, because we are doing our first live broadcast of 2022 and what better way to ring in a new year of gi joeberg podcasts than with a very special guest guys if you know us there is absolutely no chance you don't know this gentleman he goes by the name hoodie cobra commander 788 but we know him as brian or hoodie hello brian hello <laughs> I'm here. excellent I know you're stuck with me this was your <laughs> idea so now you just can't get rid of me i'm here for the whole show <laughs> we'll oh, have no. it any other way <laughs> how the hell are you doing bry it's I'm, been a while I'm, hasn't it it has been a while but I, i'm all right uh, we're we're getting back into the realm of doing okay so uh, i'm really well, happy to be back it's really kind of nice to see and talk with everybody again i really missed people the channel is going gangbusters man on top of the vintage toy reviews and there have been quite a few to date already you've added um the the classified series fridays you're doing comic reviews uh you're doing your tuesday live streams again so i mean she's blowing the barn doors off bro impressive uh, well, uh, thanks and i hope you know people watch i hope people enjoy it but you know i have i have the time to to do stuff now so you know uh i'm trying to do what i enjoy and 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 reconnect with people i i probably probably should have gotten back to at least doing the live streams a long time ago because i i really missed hanging out with people and just chatting and um yeah having those connections i missed that a lot so yeah I'm, i get to do that now and uh i'm just enjoying the hell out of it particularly people like mr ryan sweeney who throws us a five bucks and says berg yeah man that gentleman is a stalwart of yes. like all things joe whether it's what's on your mind your channel our channel ryan thank you my friend it's always lovely to see you in the comments in the chats just interacting on social media absolutely yeah thank you to everyone who's joining us on this little adventure um but first things first i'm feeling a nostalgia buzz <laughs> spidey sense tingling uh you are doing a joe fund me and that takes yeah. me back because once upon a time we did the same thing. So yes, let's, absolutely. let's open up with that. Uh, Brian, right. tell us about it, man. Okay. So um, it, I feel it's time to get back to Joe Fest. Um, oh, yes. If we can like roll the clock back and look at history for a moment. Uh, we used to have JoeCon, the official G.I. Joe uh, convention every year that mm -hmm. was uh, discontinued. Uh, because Hasbro wanted to do Hascon. Uh, <laughs> How's that working out for you, Hasbro? Not, not the same thing. <laughs> they, shut down, they shut down BotCon, too. So, yeah, the Transformers mm. uh, fans kind of got the same deal. But uh, JoeCon was uh, just a beautiful time to get together with uh, lots of fans of G.I. Joe, people who all loved this one thing and could get together and geek out and talk about it and uh, just have tons of fun and you know form a lot of friendships and um and that was beautiful after joe con was discontinued um ed schumacher 
started doing the unofficial Joe Fest in Augusta, Georgia. And I went in 2019 and it was fantastic. It was a great time. I loved it. Um, it was, I mean, it was not exactly Joe Con, but it, a lot of those same friends who were from Joe Con went to Joe Fest and it was like a big family reunion. It was great. Some and, people told me after going to the most recent one, I think it was 2019, or was it last year? Anyways, that it has grown beyond Jocon, at least in terms of the sales floor. It's like, it's, you can't breathe. Uh, <laughs> Good luck if you have to ever wear a face mask. Yeah. Um, now, uh, because of the pandemic, I have, wasn't able to make it uh, after sure. 2019, but I, I will say that at in 2019, it was jam-packed. Um, yeah, amazing. And, <clears throat> They had moved to a larger facility um, from the one that they did uh, the previous year. They, they like doubled the space and it still wasn't enough. Um, <laughs> so amazing. Yeah, oh, they were like geez. they were planning for a lot of growth and the growth even outstripped what they were planning. Mm. So but it, it was I mean, Larry Hama was there. Uh, Ron Rudat and his family was there, you know, he, and given that the, it's relative close quarters, you know, you get to really uh, literally, you know, rub elbows with these people. It was really cool. So, um, yeah, it was a beautiful thing. Uh, and and I miss it. And, um, mm -hmm. uh, and and I'm ready to go back. Uh, there have been some concerns about uh, the pandemic. I, I believe, knock on wood, there is uh, a way to do this safely and smartly. But um, I'm right now at this point in my life i'm all about reconnecting with people uh and you know seeing some friends that uh that i've kind of neglected for a while and i miss very much and i feel that it's time and also given uh, where i am in life right now the only way i can realistically do that is with help so um i went out on a limb and started a uh a gofundme it's not something i've ever done before um but you know we're, right we're, you are well within rights to do so, my friend. The amount of goodwill that you've built up alone. I mean, you are somewhat of a, a sort of central figure, a nexus of the GHO online community. And the amount of work that you've done, like you are prolific. Like you are the port of call when it comes to GHO reviews on, on YouTube. I'm, I might even say online because, you know, there are plenty of, of, of reviews that exist in, in written format. But that requires a little bit too much work from Mr. Couch Potato over here. So, you know, <laughs> you unpack it, you script it, you shoot it, you present it to us. And all I got to do is turn on YouTube and there you are. Not only that, but sketches too. So I'm going to say thank you to Gaz for the super chat. You're amazing. Berg, fist bump. But anyone else waiting in the wings wanting to throw a couple of bucks our way, rather scroll down to the description of this video or podcast, wherever you're listening, watching this thing right now. And check out his GoFundMe. Let's get Brian to Joe first because that is a real treat for all the attendees. Come on, it's very good. Come on, it's seven eight eight. If nothing else, and that, it will benefit that, his channel in ways that benefited ours back in 2018. And that's a great uh, thing to talk about, though. 2018, the the final uh, Joe Con, when I actually got to meet you guys, which was a fantastic privilege for me. And you get you seemed like you had fun. Did you have fun? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Fun. Definitely a highlight for me of my life. <laughs> and we exactly. couldn't have done that trip without the generous help of folks and out everybody. there. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. 
and I, I and I did back Perfect down. Fringes. I, I, I did slip in. I did. And <laughs> did. um and I just I I enjoyed just seeing you guys have fun. And you guys got recognized too. You you got you guys had some fans, you know, uh recognize you come up and chat. So that was really cool. Which is crazy. Uh, I thought it was amazing. I didn't think we'd get recognized, but apparently we did. Even I mean, though uh, I think people thought we were from where, Georgia, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you guys remember this. We, we were walking to the convention center and we're just walking in the street and somebody's like, hey, it's Joe Berg. <laughs> you know, oh, like man. stuff like that. That was Best. so cool. And you're like, where? <laughs> I, I honestly didn't think we were that notorious. I thought we were still <laughs> quite niche, even amongst the Joe collecting community. But I was just rifling through like some like $5 figures and I was asking some questions about this guy, that guy. Were that $2? I don't know. They were like the cheapy bins. Yeah. I, and I as I was talking, about. the guy next to me was like, I've heard that voice a lot. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. I'm like, yeah, okay. He then admitted very hilariously that um, we often kind of are what he listens to while he's nodding off to sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh, that's... I don't know if I could take a compliment in that. It's like, okay, I suppose we're, we're hypnotic in a way, but, uh, you know, we're kind of a little bit too restful at times. <laughs> I think that makes you the Johnny Carson of, of the uh, G.I. Joe community. Congratulations. Oh, better that than ASMR, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're, I mean, I'm putting it out into the universe. You're going to make it with some help from your friends. How's the GoFundMe going? I mean, do we do we even oh, ask that at this point? Uh, yeah, we're um, just slightly over halfway. So amazing! It's, yeah, Good. it's 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 within reach. Um, yeah. The the stuff that I've got to uh, fund is, of course, hotels and mm. um, and and gas, and uh, I need to do some routine maintenance on my car. I will be driving. Uh, that is something I did not do with my last road trip, and I should have. So lesson learned. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, it's it's a it's quite a long drive from here, and my expectation is to that I'll also be bringing my daughter with me. So mm. um, yeah, we'll, I've got a question about that. that trip which, into a which, couple days. Which daughter are we talking about? Is this uh, uh, Beelzebub? Yes, yes, that one. Uh, <laughs> Will yeah. you be able to twist her arm into doing a classic HCC seven eight eight sketch? I I gotta. That's that's a really good idea, you know. Um, I'm sure it's percolating, it. Brian. She, she would be mortified, <laughs> embarrassed, and that is exactly what dads are for. So I think, <laughs> and of course, she's a little bit older now. So like, yeah. it, she started to have a kind of a digital presence of her own. She's like, oh dear, people yeah. at school are gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just find all of her uh, friends from school on Facebook and you know private message them you know the links to everything i just want to you know help her become popular at school well your viewers demand it i want to see what happened man didn't you make a deal with the devil or something that's right wind yes. up in hell yes yes um that was when's she gonna collect uh we'll we'll, we'll come up with something I, I think we can work with that yeah um but, uh, before uh, yeah. we get any further, uh, the the real Aaron Collins, not the fake one. He uh, slings us five bucks. Salute to you, HCC, Joe Berg, and the rest of my fellow Joes. All hail Sunbow. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got a cartoon real. fan up in here. Paul, that's that's your speed, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. Mm -hmm. I've chewed the mic long enough. Gents, uh, any memories you want to reflect on? Joe Fest, Joe Con, 
Talk to me, boys. Yeah, hit us, Rob. Well, I I, I, I wish we could go to Joe Fest, but JoeCon was definitely an, an incredible experience. Um, yeah, it, it definitely was a highlight, I think, uh, of, of my entire life, being able to go to the States. It's a place I've mm. always wanted to go. Um, and it, it really, as I think I have said quite often, it felt like being in a movie the whole time I was there. It just, it was like... <laughs> You, you, it was, we were the you know the main characters in the movie, and we were main characters. I mean, being recognized was absolutely amazing. Um, so it was just, yeah, it's it's insane. It's like we were meta before the Matrix Re Resurrections came along. I mean, that that's how crazy our lives are, you know. <laughs> All right, Brian. Here on GI Joeberg, we like to answer the important questions in life. Picture the scene if you can. The urban battlefield the concrete jungle broken down brick walls buildings train yards uh shacks cobra have deployed four very dangerous characters customers criminals into the ao they are none other than the saw viper like the saw viper the most lethal cobra ever night creeper a techno viper inside a snake armor and night viper their sniper i suppose in low light conditions which four joes do you pick to take these four criminals down oh okay which four joes okay yeah. we've got we've got a night creeper who is a ninja um, mm -hmm. but they're not very good ninjas so we don't necessarily need a ninja <laughs> <laughs> to, to counter him i'm gonna go with quick kick wow um, okay cool uh the saw viper um let's see you know as soon as he opens up with that saw um he's gonna give away his position so i want uh, actually i i don't think i'm gonna counter him with the machine gunner i want a sniper Sign to uh take some shots at his muzzle flashes so i'm gonna uh, go with low light um, nice low light could also um take on the night uh the, the night viper but you know he's the battle at night with, uh, the saw viper so uh for the night viper you know what for the night viper i think we do want a ninja um and oh, i'm yeah. gonna go let's see let me think who's we uh, snake eyes is too obvious um let's go with uh let's see who's who's an alternate no no uh, well hold on <laughs> not 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 storm shadow you um yeah you might switch sides on you that's right how, how brainwashed <laughs> that's right. He is. He's, mm. yeah he's just which any you know as the wind blows you know um no i i am gonna stick with with snake eyes i think this is this is an important mission you know he only gets called on the important ones uh so mm. uh this this is vital so yeah, we're gonna call up Snake Eyes, and the reason he's perfect to take on the Night Viper is because the Night Viper is going to assume that nobody can see him, that he can see everybody, and he's not going to account for somebody who can sneak past his uh, uh, his night vision scanners. So I think we need a ninja for that. We need a black clad ninja, and that leaves me with only one choice. Um, oh, are you gonna go V one? Keep him all black. Or are you gonna uh, go go ninja on you? With let's go visor? ninja force. Yeah, ninja force. Why not? Ninja yeah. force. <laughs> We're gonna have. Yeah, we go. He'll use that um, that like um, uh, 
What was that? What was the, his action feature called? I can't oh, remember. I the wouldn't one, be able you know, to tell you the name. Uh, raging disappointment for twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, that's, that's version three. That's the that's one. A, that's a, yeah, version three is an it's excellent one. Speaky, but, you know, we're. Uh, I think with the um, the hubris of the Night Viper, um, I think Snake Eyes can afford to wear a little blue. It, it's it's fine. It, it, it'll work. Um, and then I'm just gonna have Bazooka take out the snake armor. So we're. Nice. Um, Excellent. QED job is done. Yes, sir. All right, so let's shift the agenda to the classified series. Now, this is something that I am guilty of, like actively avoiding in GI Joburg agendas because, what can I say, man? These these are my guys, vintage dudes. Um, so hmm? I'm gonna twist my rubber arm and and <laughs> chat about the six inch fellas for a sec because. As far as I can tell, Hoodie, you are as vintage a stalwart as as they come, and yet you've been won over, have you? What was it that uh, that what was the the straw that broke the camel's back? I was following your um your road trip, and it seemed like you picked up the movie figures. Mm -hmm. And was that was that where it started? Um, the um well, I started with classified with the first wave. Um, okay. really. Hmm. I, I kind of caved in just because I wanted to support the brand, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I was really down on the idea of six inch figures when they were announced. I'm like, this is not a good idea, guys. They're going to be expensive. Um, you're not going to be it's, able to release a lot of them. You know, you're not going to get perfection because I remember the first time we ever chatted, we were, we were speculating about the future of GI Joe and you said, the future of G.I. Joe is going to be as divorced from A.R.A. as 12-inch was, you know, as Adventure Team was from A.R.A. So the scaling perfectly yes. dovetails with that point. It's like now, the, this is the now sitting in the middle. and the storyline has not diverged that much. We are still kind of in that universe. And, you know, I'm probably wrong in that aspect because I think Hasbro is going to keep trying to monetize the more familiar characters and in, in the the basic general universe of it but yeah the with six inch scale you know you're looking at a completely different style of collecting uh you're not going to be vehicle focused i mean you can have vehicles they have some vehicles but they're all going to be small um and uh yeah i just i didn't think that was a good idea i we've had uh 118th scale gi joe for what 40 years now and you know your 25th anniversary figures they don't all fit but most of them will fit in your vintage vehicles so you know you can you know you can blend them you can't blend these so mm. i was really down on the idea i just thought it was a terrible idea i thought it was pandering to um a certain sect of uh modern collectors that just bought a bunch of uh, uh ephemera uh some stuff to you know throw up on a shelf and collect dust um then i got the first few of them and i was like damn it um <laughs> they got you <laughs> these are actually pretty nice um cool the, good there are some things that you can do at that scale that you just cannot do at the smaller scale. Um, there are some things that you can do with the head and face sculpts, the articulation, just the, the, the accessories. 
Um, and I mean, they're, they're hit and miss. Some are much better than others, but mm. overall, the, once you have them in hand, they're, they're kind of cool. Um, yeah. let's, let's get specific. Uh, you are a long time breaker fan. He was your first guy breaker and the Ram particularly was like your ideal team up. Um, when they released that box set, I assume you got it. You yeah, did, you did a review, uh, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, and, um, uh, our, or my friend Byron sent, uh, sent that to me and I love it. it, it I, the, <laughs> yeah, the it's idea good. that is that like, I don't I'm not sure if breaker is even a B list character in the comic books. He's dead. Um, <laughs> he's a D list character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. D list. Uh, but <laughs> the, but the idea that we could get a breaker, uh, in six inch scale in, uh, with a Ram motorcycle is just like unthinkable. And yet here it is. And mm -hmm. it's pretty good. And they didn't go weird with it. Right. They didn't give him like uh, silver armor boots or some crap like that. It's, it's just breaker. Um, and it, it's, it looks nice. It looks really good. And the Ram motorcycle updated, but still remarkably faithful to the original. And just the fact that, Hasbro has enough faith in GI Joe to go that far down the uh, the roster uh, to dig up a breaker. Well, literally dig up breaker. You know, uh, reanimate like, breaker. It feels like we are dictating where the line goes now, uh, because you know the first gambit of this, <laughs> the opening gambit of the classified line, leaned very much toward that Fortnite feel yeah. and look. And it failed to capture the children's imaginations and, and their wallets or their parents' wallets. So they are like all in on us, us yeah. old timers. <laughs> Give us the classic designs, damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's that's the way it's going to be probably mm. for a while. Um, another uh, One downside of that scale is that it is more expensive. And for a kid wanting to play with it, it's like, um, okay, to have, you know, a handful of guys I, I i gotta like shell out a hundred bucks uh that's that's a lot to spend on a children's toy and then when you have them in hand yeah they're they're beautiful the joints are all tight the detailing's all great you have all these accessories these micro accessories that are great for collectors but <laughs> you put that in a kid's hand and it's it, i mean it's going to instantly be uh lost in the the seat of the it won't even make it home it's gone. It's gone before it gets home. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, it's that's. I think that's a downside of that scale, and why it probably will be collector focused rather than uh, than kid focused. I know they they released some Snake Eyes movie figures and stuff that were more kid focused. Um, I don't know that any kids ever bought them, but you know they they well, did. No, no kid watched the movie, so yeah. Um, yeah, so, at least, but at least those were in a lower price point and, you know, a parent, if they were so inclined, uh, uh, could get that for a kid and not feel bad about it. Uh, so at least there were those, but for the classified series, I think those are going to be more collector driven. Um, it's a good and bad thing. One good thing about it is that it's, we're going to get some really cool stuff. We're going to get like breaker on a Ram motorcycle. It's nuts. 
<laughs> and speaking about releases in the future, uh, we've had Zorana announced, Tomax and Zaymot, Dusty, Stalker, Crimson God. What are those are ringing your bell? All of them? Yeah. Oh, honey, yeah, are you going to have I'm, the complete set? Every single number? That, yeah, I have to get that Stalker at, at the least. At least. Yeah. What do you suppose he's going to come with? I'm sure it'll be an upgrade. You know, he won't just have the M32. He'll have some stuff, maybe a backpack even. That would, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stalker <laughs> with the backpack. That, what, that would be revolutionary. Um, the uh, Stalker always kind of traveled light. So a backpack, cool. But um, I, I kind of hope they'll resist the temptation uh, to do what they did with uh, Snake Eyes and give him just like, bunches of extra stuff that he can't carry anyway i just uh, that's not how stalker rose he rolls mm -hmm. he, he'll have what he needs for the mission he, he's not going to weigh himself down with a bunch of extra stuff so he's going to have his survival equipment he's going to have submachine gun knife pistol we're good beret of mm -hmm. course um but uh, i, I kind of removable oh really because uh, uh, he's got quite cro close cropped hair so that'll, yes. that'll work nicely or he um, should no dreadlocks no what? dreadlocks. I, 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 Maybe I, an alternate head for Paul. Look, but I just Thank don't you. think Stalker would grow out <laughs> dreadlocks. He's too. He's he's army. He, he's he's got army in his DNA. He just his, his hair will be regulation until the day he dies. I wonder uh, if there'd there'd be any notion to try and reach back into like I don't know his Vietnam appearance. I know that's kind of like something that an aesthetic that the classified series has straight up avoided. But in that squad, at least, he had the radio. So, yeah, potential yeah. accessory there. I don't know. That potentially. Mm. And maybe uh, maybe they could give him some version of his suppressed M16 with the Starlight Scope from the Vietnam era. They, do, uh, they have done removable suppressors and removable magazines. That would look really cool. Um, this would probably so, yeah. be too much of a deep cut because we know they've done away with file cards. But... In the OG thirteen, he was the original medic, like right. a little little bag of you know some tourniquets. That would be <laughs> anything. Awesome. I, I I I can't wait to see what they do with it. I, I'm I'm really thrilled about it. Um, going back to the beret though, I, I do want to say Hasbro, since Hasbro is definitely listening to us and they're on the edge of their seats, you know, waiting for <laughs> us to tell them what to do. Hasbro. Those hats, the berets, whatever, you know, anything, any headwear needs to be a softer plastic, man. That hard plastic does not hold on the heads well. Softer plastic, come on. Um, and so, uh, maybe goggles that don't snap. That would be, yeah, let's let's try that. Let's try that. The Viper okay. goggles tend to snap when you put them on the helmet. It's annoying. For real? Yeah. So. Have there been any stinkers, Hoodie? Like any six-inch figures that you wouldn't recommend? Well... The uh, the profit director Destro. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Was that your favorite? Is that no, no. That's just my reaction. You know, it's it's a Marmite figure. You either love him or you hate him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's and just not not Hoodie's favorite. No. It's one of the it's one of the things that like on, on the one hand you kind of have to be a collector to even get the reference. So in, on, in one way, it's like a little nod to the longtime G.I. Joe collectors who would even know what that's supposed to be. So that's kind of cool. 
but um like the original pimp daddy destro figure was like garish and ugly and uh so congratulations you have given us a, a <laughs> an upscaled garish and, and uh, ugly figure Oh, man. I Once again, the... Paul, Rob, talk. Yeah, go for oh, it. No, I, I believe with the classified line, I mean, yes, the, they definitely are aimed at, at, at collectors, but I think they did announce news recently that they're actually planning on doing a value assortment for the classified line, um, yes. which, I mean, are actually squarely aimed at kids. I mean, these, these are definitely not for, for collectors at this point. Um, they're going to be in there's... open boxes with no windows. Yeah. So I... Yeah, there you go. I mean, chances are those weapons are not coming out. Yeah, I, I think those are definitely attached to the characters. But I yeah. mean, it's it's interesting that they are investing more into the classified line to the point where they they are actually properly aiming some of them at kids now. Or at least there's there's a version of the six-inch figures that they're aiming at kids. So they definitely are like going very full in on or full force on um <laughs> On the six-inch line, <laughs> they can clog up the shelves with all the other five POA crap like that they're putting out there. Like all the, the, the hundreds of Spider-Men that that, that, Jeez, dude. that they always recommended at Christmas here. <laughs> and all the Power Rangers, and I mean, currently at my Toys R Us, it's Megazords and Power Rangers that are like this, <laughs> that are sitting there dying slowly. It's sad. Well, it's but the hey, start. Cool. It's cool. I mean, it's the start. It's younger cool. kids can get into this, and then you know, eventually, you get them to be collectors, and they, you know, then they they, they grab the actual proper ones. Mm. Uh oh, Brian, check this out. <laughs> we got a Cobra Pogo spotted. <laughs> what is that crap? The leg just came off. <laughs> it's a great segue. That is a vehicle that at least could conceivably be done for the six-inch scale. It's it's not too huge. Oh, we got the Pogo Club. But this is a, uh, a cunning segue on top of a segue, I guess, because they got this segues. Pogo attacking G.I. Joe bases out in the African savannah. You've been tasked with taking it down. Which of the following items of equipment do you take with you? <laughs> These are the 1987 and 1988 vehicle and motorized action packs. And courtesy of, I mean, these, I shamelessly pulled them all from Form BX257's excellent video review of all of them. Uh, so these are your selections. <laughs> Which of these pieces of equipment do you dare to take into the field? Oh my gosh. Um, okay, well, let me think for a minute. This this is a challenge. Um, I'm thinking that uh, we need transportation over mm -hmm. land. Um, so I, I would want the ATV and the, I forget what the, the little car thing is called, but that the one. Tank car. The tank, yes. The kitty cars. Power wheels. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, it's, but hey, yeah, it's, it's, it's transportation, you know, it's beats walking. Um, we need some air support. So uh, let's, let's take the little helicopter doohickey and, um, and good Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we're not in, in a, in a, in an aquatic environment. Uh, we are, let's see. Uh, what did you say the, the terrain was? Uh, what was oh, the location? I think like African savanna, so okay. low shrub, a few Jellyfish. bushes and trees right. here and there, watering hole, maybe some distant mountains. 
probably won't need the the rope crawler, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'll take the um, I'll take the uh, the anti aircraft gun. Uh, nice. It's small. Like one of the guys on uh, the guy on the the ATV can put it on his back. It, it'll be fine. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, that's 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 my best guess, man. These things are. Are weird. Okay, outside of the rope walker and the scuba pack, which do you suppose is the most useless? Outside <laughs> of um, the radar one, I guess. Um, oh, well, what you don't think radar <laughs> to be able to predict the pogo's movements? Hey, it, you that, just look at it, it's useful, so bright. Like, like the mind could also be useful. I mean, you never know, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> Some, somehow get that pogo hemmed in enough to like make it land on a on a what is it called? An anti-armor mine as opposed yeah. to anti-personnel? Not that this thing has much armor anyway. I mean, honestly, I was playing with it now and the leg just, just popped right off. Like, Devil yeah. does there's, there's no Oops. good way to handle it. <laughs> you know what would have been cool is if the thing actually had like spring legs. Uh, obviously, that would have been more expensive, but how cool would it have been if, if the legs were actually springy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Maybe it's six-inch scale. We can get all our dreams to come true. That, that'll be the next G.I. Joe HasLab. Hasbro, next G.I. Joe HasLab, we need a classified six-inch scale pogo with springy legs. Okay, let's talk HasLab then. Brian, did you back it? I did. Okay, I did. good boy. Right. Um, it's, uh, I, I understand uh, why some people didn't, and I totally get it. Um, mm. But at the end of the day, I... I kind of uh, do want the Sky Striker. I would like to see how it stacks up next to the Vintage. What did they improve? What did they not improve? Um, and when I get it someday in the in the far distant future, uh, we'll do a side by side. We'll check it out. Um, but um, the O-ring figures were also really intriguing to me. Um, I think um, we will learn uh, more about like which. You know what tooling Hasbro still has in their in their uh, possession, and maybe which they don't. But um, yeah, I got it's the impression, nice. particularly because of the Frank enjoying the obvious Frank enjoying and, and kind of cost cutting that we see evident in the Haslab, that these are all new costs. They hmm. they could be they could be. Um, I don't. I, I'm and certainly I, in interviews with Lenny, I mean, he seemed to to. to to convey that point as well there's very little left so they've, yeah. they are going to have to build this lineup and you know make minor improvements or adjustments here and there but it'll still pass a kind of a i don't know a, a lineup test if you have the, the the original and the new one they'll look analogous this may be a way of um funding the creation of some new tooling that they can use down the road for future figures i i, oh, I don't boy, know boy will they ever <laughs> mm. I mean, if the 25th anniversary and then on into the modern era is anything to go by, absolutely. No tooling dollar is is wasted. Like, there are very few totally unique from the ground up figures, if any. I mean, yeah. I'm sure every, every single tool that was manufactured was not a one-time use. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I hope oddly, I'm that, you know, oddly, that does harken back to the early days of GI Joe when everything was Frankenstein. Uh, if they're if they were doing that, though, my preference would have been for them to do something new. Then, um, you know, you have a chance here to uh, 
to create a stock of tooling of parts that you can use down the road. And if you're, I mean, it's, it's cool to recreate the, the old parts because, you know, you can swap those around and make some new characters. But if you create, create something new, maybe something that's kind of general that can, you know, be adapted to a lot of things, then you have a chance of maybe having some new characters. Um, I mean, they have a new character, but like something like really totally new. But but they may not be thinking that way. They may be thinking like this is really a retro brand. You know, we're not looking at... Um, you know, expanding it, we're looking more at um, kind of giving you the the something that's familiar. Um, even the new uh, character, the the co-pilot for the Sky Striker, is a callback to you know the uh, Wayne Ruthel um, sicker on the Sky Striker. So, you know, it's still it's it's kind of new, but um, mm. I think. Mark Weber on What's on Joe Mind has said that he he would really like to see them do something new. We haven't had like a new character in quite a while. Do do something new. Um, I think that we we lovingly call him Rave Viper, but you know the fellow who flags down (laughs) the the Rattlers, um, that guy Cobra. What what do they call him? Ground Crew. That's effectively a new new Viper class. Yeah, but still, it's it's not a new named character. It's not a new GI Joe. It's not a guy with a, a cool looking new GI Joe with a code name. Mm, I don't right. know. Um, the the uh, I I think honestly, I think you know maybe we'll see like a uh, a new odd like like a co pilot or a, or a new Cobra with using the body of something else, but just color it blue. Um, but. Um, well, you couldn't have picked a more generic set of tools than Ripcord's basic outfit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why the arms, the legs, they're seeing use for the Cobra Ground guy. Ketchup and mustard, if we ever see those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, though, if they bring uh, O-Ring back, they, they will probably do what they usually do, and that is play the hits. We will probably, well, you know, we'll we'll get you know, the, the usual five to 10 characters that they always release first. Um, and I guess that's, you know, that they gotta, they gotta do what people are familiar with. They gotta make their money, but you know, maybe, maybe down the road, we'll, we'll, we'll branch out a little bit. They've branched out a little bit with, uh, with classified. Maybe they'll branch out a little bit with, uh, with O-Ring. If, if O-Ring even comes back in, uh, in a, a larger scale, um, or a larger scope, which we, we don't, no, we don't. That's not guaranteed. Hmm. All right, Paulie, fire a question yeah. away, brother. I'm sure, you got Dude. something Dude. rattling around up there. Well, um, I think we've gone on about cl- uh, classified stuff a bit for a while, so let's um, get into uh, hoodie. I know that you like to draw, and uh, I was curious: have you ever designed any characters for the Joeverse for yourself when you've been drawing? Or maybe you have, and which is your favorite out of the characters that you've designed, like for yourself? Just you know, uh, that's a really fun question. I actually, I not lately. I haven't lately uh, created anything new, but back in the the vintage era, back before uh, my brother and I kind of grew out of collecting toys and playing with toys. We were creating our own characters. We were Frankensteining the figures together, painting them, making our own characters, characters based on us. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, us as grown up army guys. 
And we did like comic books and stuff related to that. So I used to draw like new characters all the time. And that was a lot of fun. That that probably kept me involved with G.I. Joe for like a solid year out after I probably otherwise would have, you know, uh, moved away from it. And, you know, I kind of missed that. And now that you mentioned that, been a long time. I, I think that's something I probably should try to do. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, mm -hmm. And then yeah. we pass it, you know, up the chain, you know, in terms of <laughs> popular opinion. And then maybe, just maybe, it passes the eye of a Hasbro designer. Yeah, see, they did a, a, a fan-created figure a few years back. So it's not Stiletto. an outside of... Was, was it that? Was yeah. the name Stiletto? Yeah. Okay. Th yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, so it's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. Oh, yes. And at least via full force... You know, we have a, almost a direct line to the, the design team. Good old Mr. Yeah. Lenny Panzika, lovely guy. But um, I, I imagine Hasbro employees have to be quite guarded about, you know, what, where they make appearances and what they say. Uh, so even someone who wants to be as personable as him is kind of on a short leash. That's at least mm. the, the, the impression that I get. But anything's possible. That's right. What we need to do is do another GoFundMe to bribe the right people. And uh, we, we, we can edit. Money talks. Money talks. Money does indeed talk. We've got a tally from Vagon. Hello, Vagon. <laughs> so the new total, the to the, sorry, the total now is, Stephen, the total now is $1,031 raised of $2,000 goal. And I've just given a grant of 50 because we've got to get him there at G.I. Joburg. Yes, Heck we that. do. We definitely thank do you. have to get HCC there. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you, Dagon. And by the way, Dagon is uh, is also around. He's in the community and very active. And so it's mm -hmm. it's always nice to see him. Uh, he's very active on Twitter, so it's nice to see him there. So thank you, thank you. I, I didn't have to share this live stream. He did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, thank you, Justin. All right. Just a small shout out quickly just to everybody in the comments. I mean, the, the comments have been coming through thick and fast. I think uh, this episode is worth watching at least two or three times. Uh, you can <laughs> listen to it in the car. You can watch the live <laughs> version and then you can watch it for the comments. The comments have been insanely cool. Uh, I, I keep wanting to pull one in and I'm like, oh, no, there's another good one. Ah, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm just going to leave them. People can read them afterwards because there's just too much good stuff happening. So. Guys, you are, you've been seen, just letting you know. Cool, sorry, Steve, I walked over you there. No, no, I'm going to move us <laughs> on with another little quickfire round. Get Ooh. HC's opinion on the following. You are Torpedo. You have successfully infiltrated a Cobra undersea base, and you've res rescued Admiral Keelhaul, Shipwreck, and Deep Six. You've set explosives. The timer is ticking down, but you need an escape strategy. You head down to the sub pen where you find a pair of Cobra Sea Rays. Let's say that the Sea Ray has a two person occupancy <laughs> so that the, the number crunches out there don't stress out too much. Like, is Keel Hall hanging on the underside? Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's, you that's exactly what I was thinking. So, okay, okay. You find a Cobra Bug and rounding out the trio, a, or the, the quartet. Cobra Hammerhead. Which one do you select, Torpedo? Who? Um, okay, so I'm Pedo, 
and I need to select. No, I'm not. If you insist. I'm tor- torp. I'm torpedo, and cool. I need to select from the bug, uh, the sea ray, and or the hammerhead. And I think you know what? I think I think we need the hammerhead. Uh, I think what? the bug, as, as well armed as it is, uh, is going to be too slow, and we we don't have enough people to to man all the guns. So some of those guns are just not going to be helpful to us if we need to shoot our way out. Um, the hammerhead also formidably armed and, um, uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm leaning that direction. The sea ray, um, I would, the sea ray gives us an opportunity to escape by air, but mm. somebody's going to have to ride in that back glider thing. And that's terrifying. <laughs> I just rec- rescued these guys. They're, they're going to be traumatized. They're going to have the PTSD and you're going to stick one of them on the back of there to ride on the outside where we're flying at 50,000 feet. Um, I, I, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I can't do that to him. I can't do that to him. So we're going with the hammerhead. I like it. That's, I, I feel strong about that choice. That is my final answer. So the hammerhead has this modular design that all breaks apart. Who do you stick where? It's Ooh, got a driving um, portion in the front it's got a command sub on top it's got two detachable uh, attack subs and then hey if you want to get really racy maybe stick deep six on one of those sleds on the kind of outer flanks yeah i think that's where deep six goes i'll drive i'll drive um nice. and uh let's see who else do we have uh general uh admiral keelhaul admiral the Keelhall. main prize mm. um let's see Cobra thought they'd gotten the uh, most key personnel on the gi joe naval force but I'm gonna snatch it back yeah, I think, I think Keel Hall needs to be behind a gun. I think he can shoot. He can shoot. Hell yeah. Um, and, I'll, I, and I, as Torpedo, will drive. Was that okay. everybody? That shipwreck's going to be in the command oh, sub then? Um, yeah, well, um, all right, look, not everybody likes shipwreck. So, you know, if, uh, if anybody has to be, you know, he's going to have to stay behind and fight uh, a rear guard action. <laughs> Nice. Uh, suicide <laughs> mission. Goodbye, shipwreck. <laughs> oh, man. Excellent. Good times. Good times. Gentlemen, I'm going to leave Brian in the very capable hands of uh, Paul and Rob because my kid's waking up, so i got to hand him off to my wife. So I'm going to bid you adieu for now, uh, <laughs> but I'll probably pop in in a few minutes' time. It's good to see you and talk to you, Steve. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Later, dude. Yeah, cool. Uh oh, it's the Robin Paul show. <laughs> Indeed, uh, it is. Oh. Cool. Um, okay, well, Steve got in all the fun um, mission stuff out of the way. Uh, I was actually curious, uh, and I know that we didn't fire this one to you before. This is a bit of a, a quick fire one. I know that we have spoken about classified, uh, but. Actually, no, this does actually relate to a question I've sent you before to check out is, um, do you think like classified figures need vehicles? Do you think that there's like, do you think that's something that should exist in the classified line? Or do you feel like it should be more figure focused, more character focused? Uh, at that scale and at that price point, you know, barring the, the, you know, five point of articulation bargain figures, um, I think that it's going to be more character focused and i think that's i think that's fine i think that's good i think i mean vehicles are cool i love vehicles i have some vehicles i I love me some vehicles but 
I think that most people connect with the characters the most. And uh, it's been stated that the the original, you know, vintage line was primarily a vehicle line and the figures were, you know, basically to support the vehicles. Um, And that was great. That was really cool. That that got us some really awesome vehicles. But at the 16 scale, that's really hard to do. Fortunately, at the same time, they were giving us, you know, really cool vehicles. They were also um, making some really cool characters that, you know, were brought to life in the animated series, in the comic book. And, you know, they were given personalities and, you know, we really connected with them. So now you can have a line that is focused on the figures, focused on the characters, um, and people will have that connection and um, maybe won't expect to have as many vehicles. Um, I think, I mean, having said that, I mean, we, we've gotten a couple small vehicles. Um, I think if we get more, it'll be mostly about that scale. Um if we get anything larger, I, it'll be like at most the size of the vamp. Um, I think even a hiss tank, even though it's not much bigger than a vamp, it's big enough that it would be really expensive. Uh, so um, I love me some vehicles, but I'm okay with classified focusing on the characters. And fortunately, you know, we've got some great characters. Um, you know, we've got our scoops. And, you know, you got to give us a scoop. Um, and, I don't know uh, why we don't have one yet. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. It's so taking too long. Hasbro. Uh, since Hasbro <laughs> is definitely watching, uh, let's uh, let's get let's get the scoop in the lineup. Let's do it in the next round. The next round. 2022. Make it scoops yet. Make it so. And, uh, and then, and then like, it allows them to expand the line to less uh, combat-based stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something we talked about in the last episode, someone brought up, um, was what do you think of G.I. Joe moving in a less um, sort of sort of counter-terrorist direction? Um, so someone brought up, like, what if they're more like an adventure team, you know, where they go on adventures and essentially Cobra is kind of, you know, trying to stop them from, um, you know, from, from sort of exploring the world and discovering things and, and acquiring, I suppose, treasures or whatever the, the concept was. But what do you think of Jojo? Is that a thing that you could see Jojo doing? Is moving away from being like more military focused and being more, I suppose, friendlier to a wider audience? I guess. Uh, maybe. I mean, they, they, obviously they've done it before, and um, and I could. I mean, I could see them maybe doing that. But like the Snake Eyes movie, for all of its flaws, still cast cobra as a terrorist organization and still mm. had gi joe come in as kind of a counter-terrorist so apparently hasbro still thinks that we're going with counter-terrorism stuff so you know okay but like i i am i think probably the accommodationist in the in the uh, community i am fine with them going in a different direction i would like to see something that appeals to uh, to a younger generation so that we can have new fans. I would really love to have a new generation of G.I. Joe fans with their own G.I. Joe that they enjoy and they love. And that may be in a different direction than than what we are used to. Uh, and that's fine. I think there is, if, if there's one caveat that I would put on that and is that G.I. Joe as a term is refers to something outside of the toys that is a, a, a that is something that 
is a label for something that exists in the real world. So um, to call it G.I. Joe and to have it like have no military aspect whatsoever, I think would be a little odd. Uh, yeah. But but we have seen G.I. Joe go really far, still having some core, in, you know, still at least having one foot in its military background. But but still stretch far beyond that. So um, uh, even if that nece wouldn't necessarily be what I would be interested in, I I would still really like the, to see them hit on something that brings in new fans, brings in a new generation, and um, like th they can never take away my GI Joe. I already have it. It's you know I had my run and. You know, there's they can't ruin my childhood uh, <laughs> by daring to put out something that is different from what I remember. Uh, mm. So I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not that much of a stickler. Um, yeah. But with the caveat that, yeah, with the label G.I. Joe having like zero military uh, aspect to it would would seem a little bit odd. Yeah. No, that that's probably true. I mean, that, I mean, they obviously tried different things. I mean, there was there was that the, the one TV series where they were like the A team, essentially. Yeah, it's still kind of militaristic, but it was definitely yeah. very it different from the what you're used to, at least the the, the dynamic of Jaja versus Cobra. So they tried it, different it, things. If you go back to the seventies, you know, where they were doing Adventure Team, it was still GI Joe Adventure Team. Um, they it wasn't strictly military, but it still had a little bit of a military flavor with some weapons and some camouflage and stuff like that. When they completely left behind the military aspect and made the eight inch line, uh, and it's all sci fi and everything, they didn't call it GI Joe, they called it Super Joe. Um, so I think Hasbro is at least conscious of that. And you know, if they're gonna like if they're if they're just gonna make something new, that you know, they'll, they'll give it a new name. But mm. I think there's I think there's a lot of room um, to stretch what you can put in GI Joe, and um, maybe and maybe hit on something that brings in people who just haven't looked at it before, and they don't know that this is something cool that they would be interested in. But uh, but maybe something can turn them on, and I would I would be fine with that. I I would be okay with that. I just I just don't want our generation to be the last generation of G.I. Joe fans. And mm -hmm. if there's going to be a next generation, then they've got to have their own thing. You know, we had our own thing. It, our G.I. Joe was not, you know, downscaled uh, adventure team or, you know, downscaled action soldier. We got our own thing. Um, so, yeah, maybe, maybe the next generation should have its own thing. Um, although Hasbro, I think, is just – if Hasbro reinterprets it, they'll still give us, like, some some version of real American hero characters. That just seems to be what they do. Even when they did, like, Sigma-6, um, a lot of those – a lot of the characters they, they gave us were, you know, callbacks at least to – uh, real American hero characters, uh, even with GI Joe extreme, uh, we got some new characters, you know, it was a bit different, but we also had some callbacks to, uh, real American hero characters. So, um, uh, I, I think Hasbro is maybe just kind of still anchored to that. The, the last time the line was truly successful and, 
you know, was everywhere and popular. Um, I, I think they still want to, uh, to do something with that and really kind of revitalize it and knock on wood. I hope they can, but there may need to be some thinking outside the box in order to yeah. really do that. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful they're still focused on at least, you know, real American hero stuff and that they are kind of at least trying to get back to O-rings now, it seems. So I'm hoping we get some nice new O-ring figures. Yeah, that'd make me very happy. Paul, yes. what are you thinking? I, um, with all of this talk of the adventure team and the old 12-inch uh, Joes, I'm reminded of something. I did a second uh, watch of uh, Cobra Kai. And ah. there's a section where Johnny's playing with GI Joes as a kid, and that was actually pretty cool. <laughs> um, but I got a question about that because uh, I was too young at that time to to really know. But were the twelve inch Joes still that that big? I mean, Johnny was what in the I suppose that was in the seventies. So I think it every kid had GI Joes. Paul, it's in the name. Twelve inches was yeah. twelve inches in the sixties, and it's. Still 12 inches today, I think. No, I'm talking about like uh, work that's still like no, they, they, they convert it to metric now. It's, it's... <laughs> 12 centimeters, Lord. It's that. No, like, no, no I, I, I think I know what inches is centimeters. Yeah. Um, and like, well, I was born in 75, so um, he's probably just a little bit older than me. Um, and it was not a, a like, okay, I don't have like a total recall of you know uh, of quite that far back mm -hmm. but from what i can remember um there was really no gi joe presence before they hit in 1982 um in fact there was like everything but gi joe because star wars had taken over everything that i remember very clearly i remember going into um, local toy shop uh, toy shops and having like entire walls um floor to ceiling with carded Star Wars figures um, packed, you know, 20 deep. Uh, so that's what everything was as, as far as my earliest memory. Um, so, uh, but yeah, as far as if, if any of the 12 inch figures were still popular, you know, shortly before then, I, I don't recall, but certainly not, uh, not before, uh, at least not between like, what's my earliest memory? Jeez. Um, Certainly not between like 79 and 82. I don't think there was anything, uh, any consciousness of G.I. Joe at that time. Right. No, because it was just such a cool I've jumped in was... only to say goodbye once again. Sorry, Paul, you can have all the microphone in the world. But um, <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you, Hoodie. I was a bit abrupt earlier, but I'm back just to say thank you for joining us. And all of the best with the Joe Fund, me, man. Thank Come you, on. Stephen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Thank you. And a parting question, which I'll have to listen to on the radio. Um, mm -hmm. We know that you were on the ground floor with G.I. Joe in 82. And for the life of me, I don't think I've ever heard reference in any of your videos or, or chats to any of the imitators. Did you have, have <gasps> the call? Did you have gung-ho? Did you have American defense? Did you dabble in other lines or was it like gi joe is my jam what are these imitators so like i say i'm gonna have to jump off and, and listen okay. to that one in, in post but uh enjoy yes, and we'll and talk soon thank you thank you for having me and and uh, have a great night oh, we'll talk mention soon. It, man. it's it's an absolute highlight and a great way to start off 2022 a year that 
Oh, has already taken so much bloody hell. Betty White, Sydney Poitier, and now Bob Saget. Oh my goodness. Ah. Anyways. Yo, Joburg, everybody. And thank you for everyone who joined us in the live chats. You guys rock. Yeah. Yeah, All Joburg, right. Steve. <laughs> cool. Aye. So, yeah. So, any core in your life? Uh, yeah, the answer is absolutely yes. Um, so, you know, my family didn't have a lot of money. So I bought a lot of my toys myself by, you know, mowing lawns, I, I would earn money. Um, and, um, you know, get, you know, 20 bucks and, and stuff was a lot cheaper back then. But mm. like, I'd walk to an, a neighborhood store, there was a Kmart that wasn't too far away. And on the racks, there would be GI Joe, and I'd usually get at least one or one of those. And, um, but next to it, you'd have uh, the core or American defense or, or one of the other knockoffs. And they're not exactly the same. They're kind of built the same way, but for the price of maybe one or two GI Joes, there's like five of them. And I'm like, you know, you know what, you know, I need some bad guys to blow up. Um, I am going to get those. And then when we started, um, uh, when we started customizing figures, those parts came in really handy. Uh, they're not all compatible with GI Joe, but a lot of them are. So we could make like new characters that had non GI Joe parts. You just had a, a greater variety of parts to use. So uh, yeah, those were a lot of fun um, and, and so cheap. Um, and yeah, it, when you walk by that on the shelf and you can like, all right, I've got a couple GI Joes. Let's see. What I like. And I got a couple of GI Joes already. Uh, and, you know, I could get a third or I could get five figures on this huge card. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take that. I did take that several times uh, and, and had a lot of fun with them. Uh, we were, you know, we mixed toy lines quite a bit uh, back then. Um, not so much like G.I. Joe and Transformers, but, you know, we, we sometimes, you know, we'd have to ha have hostages. Cobra would take hostages and often that would be like Princess Leia and Han Solo. And um, <laughs> the, uh, the so, quote, quote, yeah, normal looking guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we we did mix and match uh, quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, I still have a soft spot for uh, for the core and. Uh, and the other knockoffs. Uh, I'm sure that infuriated the Hasbro executives at the time. And, and you know how important it is, uh, the feelings of Hasbro executives. You know how you know how that personally important that is to me. Uh, despite that, though, um, we, we managed to pick up quite a few of those. I don't know if you guys had those. Did you have, like, the knockoffs as well? Yeah, we had the core. Uh, we had the core, yeah. Do we have anything else, dude? I, I mean, I don't remember, like... I don't think so. I mean, the core was the only knockoff that we had. Otherwise, we had just mainstream lines like Thundercats and He-Man. Um, mm -hmm. I definitely collected a whole bunch of those. Um, okay. But yeah, I think the core was the only one that we got. I mean, and later on, there, there were all those ones, like the ones that come with the vehicles. Now, you know, the one that came with, like, the giant jet and those... What are they called? The was with four points of articulation, but that that's more recent, the last decade mm -hmm. or so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that Soldier Force stuff. Soldier yeah. Force, yeah. yeah. So that's and even more of a knockoff because they're worse because mm. the vehicles are just terrible. Mm. I saw this jet in, 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 in a shop recently. It was tiny. It was, it was, it was, I mean, it's, it's, way, it's way smaller than this. I mean, 
it, I think it was just the front, uh, the front of like from yeah. here to here was the actual, and I was like, okay, that that that's that's not scaled right at all. No, one can yeah, no, that. it's it's not to scale. <laughs> no I've seen those. I've seen those. They're cheap though. They're cheap. Yeah, and no, it's super cheap. Yeah. Um, the, I, there was a lawsuit. Uh, Hasbro sued Chapmay uh, when they released a line of three and three quarter inch O ring figures uh, under the under the banner of Gung Ho, and uh. Um, yeah, that's uh they 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 did not hasbro won that one all right you you can create figures that look a lot like gi joes mm. and have the same but we've got a guy called gung ho i'm sorry that's just the step too far so yeah um, uh, hasbro did sue them over that but um but uh, they were a lot of fun um there was a company called gay toys no snickering um, but they made like these uh, silver plastic, um, like futuristic vehicles, like mm. uh, jets and cars and stuff. And um, it looked like something out of Tron. It was they were really cool, um, and they were inexpensive, and they were perfectly to scale with GI Joe. So we got a bunch of those too. Um, and I don't think That's we ever cool. had like all of battle of, of uh, uh, Battle Force two thousand. We didn't have all of them. But they were kind of like Battle Force 2000 uh, vehicles. So we kind of just sort of mashed those up and made them the rest of Battle Force 2000. Um, so, uh, yeah, there, there were some excellent knockoffs at the time. And for uh, uh, frugal gentlemen like myself, that was, that was a bit handy. Um, my brother and I had a friend uh, that we played with a lot in the neighborhood. And we all were into G.I. Joe. So sometimes we would coordinate... Like, okay, you get this, I'll get that. And then together we have like almost everything. So there were a lot of things that I played with at the time that weren't technically mine, but I, I still got to play with it because we would all play them together and have huge battles and everything. So um, uh, to augment our forces, we brought in quite a few, uh, quite a few of the knockoffs. Yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, we did the same in, in my playtime as a kid as well. Just mostly just cool uh, for, the, uh, for the larger part. And um, I do take your point on the whole um, it being cheaper because uh, it's a few times uh, I wanted, I got quite a vivid memory of going to the store to go and get Cobra Commander, the Talking Battle Commanders one. And for us, that was like 50 Rand. And I confirmed this price, um, Steve, for when you're listening back to this. Uh, a guy I know, actually, his parents owned a toy shop and he could confirm that price. It was 50 Rand. And... Uh, mm. The core, that core 12 pack with the 12 core and the two bikes, uh, that was about the same price. So I, I remember swinging that over and going, Dad, I could get this. Oh, you could get me this. It's always more convincing when, when you can kind of show your parents like you're going to get a ton of stuff versus just yeah. one figure. One thing. And they're like, oh, that's really worth the money through. My little son is going to be good. You're going to get lots of playtime. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. I got a question. I got a question for you. Did you did you have like mail away offers and did you ever send away for anything? I think we we probably tried it, but I don't think it was something that was supported here. I think mm. I think I know Stephen has mentioned before that he he tempted to, you know, save up the little the little stubs or whatever and send them away, but I don't think we weren't covered in those in the regions. So I think usually when they do these things, I mean even now, Haslab. 
America, yeah. Canada, maybe. Yeah. Did, did they cover Britain as well? I think. I can't. I can't remember now. Um, I know there were some mail away, uh, like some Action Force mail away offers. I think Grunt was a mail away figure in Action Force. But see, that's a. I'm, I'm always curious because that's a blind spot for me. I didn't get any of the mail away stuff. I can't remember why I didn't get any of the mail away stuff. I wanted it, but I didn't get any of it. So I'm always mm. curious, to, like other people's experience with that. I think we probably would have loved to be to be able to do that. I mean, just the experience of sending away your little stubs and being able to get a, essentially a free figure um, would have been absolutely amazing. But yeah, I think South Africa is just a. We just were never ever covered with that stuff. Usually, we could kind of get lumped in with other countries, so like mm. Europe. So we we got tons of Action Force, but then of course we got tons of GI Joe stuff. It's just like kind of like a mishmash of whatever they were able to send down to us, essentially. Yeah. So I think uh, probably the air, you know it would cost too much to mail stuff to us. <laughs> Possibly, and then also don't forget that we had sanctions and stuff as well. So yeah, that too. Yeah. So, so we kind of, I, I suppose, just whatever dropped off the Chinese boat as it went past on the way to America with the, with the GI Joes is what we got. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to open up, um, I think for the next uh, two or three minutes, I'm going to open up questions uh, to the to the audience and get them to uh, ask a few things. So guys in the audience, I'm sure you, uh, I've seen a few questions like whiz by, I'm not going to go through the, the literal uh, tome of messages that have appeared. So if you guys have any burning questions for HCC, let us have it. Um, but I am going to give you guys a chance to get your questions together. And I'm going to jump the boat a little bit on this. Um, I just want to just um, do a small shout out, just to say thank you to our patrons for helping us make all of this cool stuff possible. So boom, there's there's our sexy, awesome Patreon honor roll. Um, Page one page one <laughs> and then here's page Panel two one. with the new edition of mark van leeuwen so welcome thank you, mark, mark. For thank joining you so the much um, yay you've been with us for a long time but uh i see you've you've, you've uh, opted to put your name on the wall so thank you very much uh we really appreciate that kind of support it's really cool of you guys and um yeah so oh i see some comments so here we go here we go Mm -hmm. um let's start with rob do you want to ask them they're from uh i think renegade biker 24 no from day gone yeah they gone's got a question rob rob you can do the honors okay i'll do they gone they gone is a very big supporter of mine he was he was very encouraging in the chat thank you very much <laughs> um so he's wondering why have we not seen a crazy legs review from you um <laughs> fair fair question i'm getting to it i'm getting to it um uh i was i was i really wanted to do night force legs because i love it but i have kind of an informal rule that um i i try to review the first version of a figure before i review any subsequent versions it don't have to be in order uh but i try to do the first version first um, and I, I think I was missing the the stock for the rifle, that, that tiny little thing. Um, but I think I think now is my recollection, and uh, I might do both together because I just really enjoy seeing like version one side by side with uh, version two crazy legs. I just I think that's awesome, 
Um, and uh, it'll give me an opportunity to talk about some of his comic book appearances, which were noteworthy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm working on it. Uh, they gone. Uh, I, I, I do intend to get that on the calendar as soon as possible. And now I think I can actually do it because I believe I, I have it complete now. I'm pretty sure. Well, there we go. It's coming soon. Um, Gussie Gordo wonders, is the Defiant Booster better as a submarine? <laughs> interesting, interesting. I could see it as a submarine. Kind of, kind of. It, um, does it oh that's the question does it float has anybody ever heard that i, I guess we have to find it was well, well stevens well our well stevens one is is in his house his parents place and he's quite far away from it maybe, maybe someone in the chat can the test ocean. it out see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> brains viper 84 wonders have you seen the light and recognized that cobra law is badass <laughs> Um, well, um, the uh, law firm of uh, Cobra Law has um, made it very clear that I can't say anything bad about Cobra Law anymore. So uh, they are great, and um, I salute our new snake-themed overlords. <laughs> um, Rob, do you want to do this one as well from Occam? Yes. Um, so o Occam's curious. Have you? Have you heard anything from Form BX257? Um, are you guys in contact with each other? Um, do you know, uh, is he gone for good? Is he coming back? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, granted, I haven't uh, reached out to him very much, but um, I haven't heard anything from him. Uh, not a word. And in the past, like I, I could open a line of communication and it might take, me, take him a little while to get back to me, but he would still get back to me. But um, I haven't heard a whisper from him. I, I really don't know. Uh, I right. I assume that he is. I know that he had other interests. Maybe uh, some of those other interests have kind of taken his uh, time and attention. I don't know. But uh, I'm a big fan of Kevin. I I love his stuff. He is really the primary reason I got back into GI Joe as an adult. Um, so I owe a lot to that guy and, um, and he's a really sweet, nice person, uh, he's just really kind and considerate and I, and I like him as a person as well. So I hope he's doing well. Um, since we are, uh, going to start, uh, ramping up Cobra Convergence, uh, I will be reaching out to him more to see if, if he wants to be in. I would love it if he would do it, but... Uh, other than that, I, I really haven't heard a whisper from him. I, not at all. Hmm. Well, I hope Ready he does come back. Yeah, it'll be cool to to get him back. Um, he's definitely a voice that's also missing in the in the Joe verse in the in the Joe review verse toy collecting whatever's. Anyway, we miss Kevin. Um, Renegade Biker 24 asks, Hey, HCC 788, have you thought about getting a graphic design tablet with all of your drawings? I have too. Um, I, uh, well, I haven't thought about being one for myself. My daughter has a, a couple, one of which I know she doesn't use. I needed one. I'd probably just borrow that one. Um, I, uh, I've got to get back into my artwork. I kind of, when I stepped away from doing reviews, I kind of stepped away from the artwork as well. There was a lot of things 
going on. And um, I was going through a thing where I felt like I, if I were to, to sit down and try to draw something like absolutely nothing would come out. I just didn't, um, I just didn't have it in me, but mm. I'm getting back to that. In fact, I owe some sketches to some people um, and I do need to send like uh, the physical sketches to those people. However, uh, that kind of uh, 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 graphic design tablet, some kind of like, um, you know, electronic drawing tool would be really helpful for drawing the thumbnail images for videos. Um, I used to do that on on my phone um, on wow. like this. So like all of those um, thumbnails that uh, that you've seen um, in in on videos, they've been drawn on this. Like I have to like <laughs> zoom it in and draw really. Uh, so that's, that's inconvenient. Uh, but um, th that's what I would use it for. And God, that would be a lot easier than, mm. than uh, the way I had been doing it. So, um, but doing the title cards is not something I've quite gotten back to yet. Um, but I would like to get back to it because that was part of the fun for me. I, it, it was fun to kind of make a little drawing just do something fun with the character sometimes I, I would play with that like i did when i did the review of um uh oh, what was it the desert apache um mm. I, I i thought it would be fun to kind of emphasize the the small scale of it by putting like putting um uh falcon in it but like he's big and his arms are sticking out and his head's <laughs> sticking out because the helicopter's so small uh, that was fun. I like doing stuff like that, and doing it on a tablet would be a, a heck of a lot easier than 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 doing it on on that. So yeah, that's crazy that you made those all on your phone. Yeah, it's it like yeah, I mean, that's have, actually quite impressive. I may still have some. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, that's wild. Uh, let's see. Like yeah, here. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, Show prep. That's what I need to do. Uh, yeah. So like, here's here's Red Ninja on my phone uh, without wow, all the text and the stuff. Um, and it's what I use was uh, there's this app um, called Sketch. Uh, it was produced by Sony, and it's no longer supported now. But um, uh, but it was handy. It was a free app, and I just you know, yeah. A tablet would wild. tablet would be, be so much easier. I imagine Paul. Paul wouldn't draw things on his phone, would he? No, but have I'll, you? Tell, I'll tell you this much. Uh, when I started my digital, when I started drawing digitally, when I had the opportunity, my first Wacom tablet had a drawing surface that was about like A6. It was really tiny. Mm -hmm. And then when I, you know, then I would, I would save up. I mean, I was saving up and I eventually bought my Wacom Intuos 4. And that thing was like my workhorse uh, for like forever. I, in fact, I, I officially retired it last year. Um, and now, and then I bought a Huey on tablet and that thing has been great. Um, so yeah, man. And I used to draw on my DS. I had a little hacky app on DS and I used to draw on my, my DS That's on cool. a tiny little screen. That was really cool. It was fun. See, it's, it is possible. It can be done. I got a great one here, um, from G7M9W. Hi hoodie, long time watcher, first time liver. <laughs> If Hasbro Pulse makes another 370, uh, three three quarter inch two pack, which pair of figures would you like to see? 
That's a really mm. good question. And it, we can't do the obvious ones like Tomax and Zaymod because I, I think they're already doing those anyway. Mm. Um, and, uh, and like, they've already done Flint and Lady J as separate figures, so that we can't do that one. Uh, also, and thank you for watching the videos. I appreciate it very much. Um, but that's a really intriguing question. Who... I think we, we should do something like uh, the uh, an enemies set, right? Two guys that are that are enemies that are opposed to each other, uh, like back in the day when they that when they did uh, Voltar and who was it Muskrat? Mm. Uh, what... Voltar and Muskrat, or uh, Voltar and um, Spearhead. Uh, I think it was. Someone oh, yeah. will correct us. Yeah, very like soon. That, yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> whichever one. I mean, they're supposed to be like mortal enemies, but they had like nothing to do with each other. That's weird. Well, we can do better than that. We can do better than that. Um, uh, so it's it'll be like, oh, oh, no, I got it. I got it. Dr. Venom and Quinn. Yes, For fans of the comic cool. book, those guys would be at each other's throat. You know, as if it's just a if it's a matter of fisticuffs, obviously Quinn would win. But Doctor Venom is is wily. You know, he would have something up his sleeves. He he would wait for the opportune moment and try to stab him in the back. That's Doctor Venom. I think that's my answer. I I'm gonna go with that. Mortal enemies, Venom and Quinn. I like cool. it. That's that's it. And then the Rob, the last one's yours, bud. All right, last one, mine. Um, what was a nice one? I liked. There's too many questions. I know, right? <laughs> oh, th oh, this is a good one as well. Um, also from Dagon. So, if you had one Joe to defend you in court, who would it be? Oh, see, Airborne. Airborne is an attorney, uh, but I don't know how good he is. Um, let's see. Uh. Geez, there may not be a lot of options. Uh, oh, no, but it's a psych out. Psych out. In his briefcase, he's going to hide one of those uh, low-frequency uh, scanner <laughs> things. He's going to, like, subtly, you know, uh, persuade the judge and the jury to my side. They, they won't even know it. <laughs> he's completely unqualified. We're going to have to forge some documents, okay? We're going to have to forge some documents to make him look like he's licensed to practice law. We can do that. As a special ops group, we, we can do that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I think that's the answer. I, I, I think Airborne is the too obvious answer, but I don't know how good he is. That's my question. He, he never actually practiced. He's he, he passed the bar and he's like, screw this. I want to jump out of airplanes. So how yeah, crazy? I, mean, I don't know. But Psycho I mean Yeah, I think is a good choice. <laughs> Cheating. Yeah, <Psycho laughs> a good choice. Well, yeah. Hey, look, my, my goal is to go free, to, to be to, my goal is to win. So there That's brilliant. Uh cool. I love it. Robbie, do you have anything else, my dude? I think I'm good. I'm good. You've answered the questions that I needed answered. I was really curious about like like new directions of Giant Joe, um, and mm. and get someone else's opinion on that to actually see like is there consensus? Because I, I do feel like the basis of Giant Joe is counterterrorism. Like like it is it's a military organization, um, 
and and that, that that's what they're about they're about maybe not just cobra but other terrorist organizations but like that's the basis with gi joe and if you kind of take that away you're kind of taking something away from what gi joe is um and i think i think Hasbro seems to agree with you because like i said they were kind of going in that direction they were kind of leading that with the snake eyes movies mm. um so yeah. Uh, but, uh, but that's not to say that it can't have other aspects. It, it always has had aspects, but yeah, I mean, still... you have the sub teams. There are sub teams that do specific things. I mean, yeah. and, you know, with the eco force and all of that, you could definitely have sub teams again. Um, they tried that in the nineties. Maybe they can reintroduce that now again um, and try something different within, you know, the, the greater brand of GI Joe. Yeah, I think I think that would be cool. I, I and yeah, like I said, I mean, I I have to give Hasbro some room to experiment. Um, not everything they try is going to work out, but you know they've got to have some space to to try something. And mm -hmm. uh, obviously, Snake Eyes movie didn't work out, but um, you know at least they seem to have some kind of vision for what they want to do, but. Uh, but I, 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 one thing that I don't have is uh, the answer. I don't have an answer as like this is the 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 thing that's really going to revitalize it. This is the thing that's going to turn on a lot of new fans. I, I don't know. I wish I did know, but but that that I have. Well, we just got to keep it alive. We just keep talking about it. Keep you know showing up hopefully in people's um search bars on youtube randomly <laughs> so they're searching for you know spider-man review and suddenly there's an hcc review um off scoop hopefully genius <laughs> cool okay and i'm good i'm um uh, i'm actually worried if i keep keep asking questions we're gonna go on for like two hours and i know we all have a day that we have to go and i won't sleep today. i'd actually don't sleep at all <laughs> it's oh, too hot shame, yet. so you just went straight through it's too hot yeah i was just like <laughs> here i am <laughs> <laughs> crazy no i ended up watching idiocracy with celia last night and i just kind of passed out um, all right okay yeah she hadn't seen it yet um i also uh yeah i'll save that for next episode <laughs> cool uh hoodie thank you so much for joining us on this man uh and I hope that it also helped a little bit to get you to Joe Fest. I'm very excited seeing your Joe Fest content. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. And yeah, I have noticed that I've gotten some notices that uh, that a couple more people have contributed to the GoFundMe. Thank you to everyone who's done that. And it's really cool talking to you guys. I, I missed this. I missed uh, um, uh watching your guys show listening to your podcast i, I missed uh, all of this so i'm really happy to be doing it I'm happy to be here thank you very much for uh for inviting me you have a great show i try to catch every episode uh, and um and just in, i i think i mentioned uh before that it all of you so any combination of who's on the show is cool with me because i like hearing from all of your perspectives so um, i hope you will keep doing it and you guys are great i, I uh you mean a lot to me and i'm just thrilled to to be here with you oh thank Aww. you very much <laughs> and guys just uh we won't stop anytime wanna... soon <laughs> if Don't you want to um help uh, hcc 788 get to joe fest the link is in the description below. Um, you can go and check out his GoFundMe. 
and uh, drop in a few dollars and, and get into Joe Fest. Uh, as somebody you know, who has been the recipient of that kind of goodwill um, and has gone to one of the best, or arguably, arguably the best convention in my life, um, and one of the best experiences of my life, probably the best, like just like Rob's, um, just take it from guys like us. It's an amazing thing. It's a great gift to, to give somebody. And uh, yeah, let's get HTC to Joe first. Thank you. Thank and with you. that, I think it's time for uh, Yo Joe. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you so much. Absolutely amazing. I mean, it's so cool that so many people joined in. It's absolutely amazing. I hope to see or hear everyone next time. Are we? Am I hearing people? No, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm hoping you join us next time. Cool.